Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Howdy, y'all. So, I have done some research, a plethora, an abundance, if you will. Um, and the fucking AC slash fan in my room is fucking loud as shit, so hopefully you can hear me. Um, but let me start out with a, a fun, a fun fact. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. Um, so I found an article on the line, um, from, let's see, KH. OU11, so in Houston, Texas, is a news station. Um, I think it was from March, so a little bit back. But anyway, it says, uh, verified, yes, Johnson & Johnson used aborted fetal cell lines in its creation of the COVID-19 vaccine. So, that happened. Um, yeah. Um, I obviously have more information than that, but that's a little fun little tidbit. Um, but, uh, I guess I was thinking, like, if that was the actual vaccine... Johnson Johnson, if that was the FDA-approved vaccine, then that would be a good religious exemption example. Um, but that is not the vaccine that is approved. And also, unfortunately, I also read that multiple uh, vaccines use uh, fetal cells. So that's unfortunate. Um, but vaccines such as think rubella chickenpox shingles one of the rabies vaccines i don't know how many people have had rabies vaccines except for meredith but from the office you know from the bats freaking bats um but yeah so that's unfortunate but a tidbit of information um But yeah, so <clears throat> so we are still talking about the COVID vaccine. I'm a little less riled up. I've done some research. I'm still upset about it, but I'm not angry. I'd say like like I wasn't in the in the in the bourbon. But I do have some information to share with you guys. If you're interested, keep listening. Please don't report me. Um, if you're not interested or you are a Karen and you want to report people, just 
go fuck yourself and turn it off right now, please. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Um, okay. So, um, an example of why I do not trust the vaccines or the vaccine companies, makers. Um, did you know that vaccine makers are immune from liability? Uh, the only, so they are the only industry in the world that bears no liability for injury or death resulting from their products. So, um, I guess this was established in 1986 with the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act and uh, it was reinforced by the PREP Act, so the PREP Act. Um, vaccine makers cannot be sued even if they are shown to be negligent. I don't know, could being negligent or could uh, rushing your fucking studies and uh, pushing your vaccines out super fucking quick be negligent? I don't know. Um, so there are actually, there's so there's three phases of vaccines. I'm jumping back and forth from my notes, but I did paper notes, so this is a little bit rough. Um, but there are three phases of creating vaccine, I guess, or like whatever, experimental, whatever, testing, I guess. Um, so first phase is making sure the vaccine is safe. So that's a small test group, I guess. Um, test safety and optimize dosages. So you're testing more people. Um, third phase is see if the vaccine works in the field and if it is safe for everyone. But if you hardly let time elapse before moving on to the next phase, how how can you possibly know if it's fucking safe for everyone? How do people even... If it has a couple months, it takes a couple months for your reaction, how do you know? You don't, because there was not enough fucking time elapsed between phases, because this was fucking rushed. So, yeah. Getting through phases one through three usually takes years currently in the u.s and internationally for the covid vaccine these trials are happening extremely quickly because they have a lot of funding (laughs) and they are pushing for the or they were pushing for the vaccine to get approved so they were just shoveling money at it um but anyway um so the pfizer uh vaccine first received emergency authorization in mid-December 2020. February was when Johnson & Johnson released their uh, one-dose vaccine, which was supposed to be a fucking game-changer because at that point, I think they weren't just handing it out. (laughs) Uh, You had to pay for it, so a lot of people couldn't afford to get both the vaccines. So the Johnson & Johnson was supposed to be a fucking game-changer, you just go in one time and you're one and done. So you thought. Um, only two months later, in April, the FDA and CDC recommended states pause use of the vaccine, that's the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, 
as they uh, investigate whether the vaccine triggers a rare but serious side effect, um, which was developing blood clots. So that's fun. Um, Yeah. Anywho. (laughs) Um, God damn it, that fucking fan, man. Oh my god! So, what I don't understand is... This fucking fan. So, people are talking about getting the booster, right? But, if you can still get the vaccine... I mean, if you can still get infected with COVID while vaccinated... How the fuck are you supposed to tell how long the vaccine is actually effective? Hmm? How? How are you supposed to tell, friends? I don't. I sure shit don't fucking know. I don't get it. Um. And we're calling it a vaccine. But. It's. Really would be considered. Oh, what the hell's going on with my phone? It would be considered gene therapy. Um, So, I was reading an article from 21 May 2021. um, And it references uh, Dr. Robert W. Malone, uh, MD and S, or N, oh my god, MD and MS. Um, He's supposedly the discoverer of in vitro and in vivo RNA transfection and the uh, inventor of mRNA vaccines. Um, So what he had to say was, I have spent my whole career seeking to develop fundamental enabling vaccine, to develop fundamental enabling vaccine technologies, developing vaccines, designing and managing vaccine studies, etc. Vaccines are my business. I am not an anti-vaxxer. I am a pro-truth, pro-safety, pro-bioethics vaccine developer. Vaccines are, vaccines save lives. They are often, but not always, your best hope for reducing the death and disease associated with many pathogens and offer hope for treating cancer and other diseases so why are these gene therapy based vaccines oh so why so why are these gene therapy based vaccines because both of these types of vaccines employ technologies that involve transferring foreign genetic material into the cells of the person receiving the vaccine and making those cells essentially become miniature vaccine antigen and oh my god antigen manufacturing factories inside the body um why does this matter because from my point of view as the person who first became or first came up with the idea to use gene therapy and mrna delivery for vaccinations the active drug substance is not the gene therapy vector it is the protein that is manufactured in your cells so from an fda regulatory point of view 
these products need to be reviewed using the regulations applied to gene therapy products as well as those which apply to vaccines. So both of those need to be applied, not just the vaccine regulations. Um, these are not traditional vaccines. Therefore, the FDA should have insisted that the levels and duration of production of the uh, transgene encoded active drug product spike protein should have been well characterized. Uh, does that make sense? How much spike is being made in the body of people a little receiving the vaccine for and for how long? Uh, simple stuff. Pretty important. That is what uh, Dr. Robert Malone said. The inventor of mRNA technology. Which, I guess that is controversial because I guess he fucked around with mRNA for a while in the, I think it was the 90s. Yeah, the 90s. And then... Someone else was like, nah, man, I fucking invented it. So, yeah. Um, but, oh, hold on, sorry. Um, I forgot I was recording on my phone. I'm just talking to myself. Sorry, you guys. Um, so that's what uh, Dr. Robert had to say. Um, so, the RNA vaccines... Uh, use a different approach uh, that takes advanced oh, that take oh my god that takes advantage of the process that cells use to make proteins cells use DNA as the template to make messenger RNA or mRNA I feel like this is a biology course welcome um, I'm professor Kaylee no I'm not uh, so mRNA molecules which are these which are then tra- oh my god then translated to build proteins uh, an rna vaccine consists of mrna strands that uh that codes for a disease specific antigen once the mrna strand in the vaccine is inside the body uh cell or inside the body cells the cells are cells use the genetic information to produce the antigen this antigen is then displayed on the cell surface where it is recognized by the immune system so um i asked what are the potential risks for mrna so the uh, there are potential risks for mRNA vaccines uh, that include local and systematic inflammatory inflam oh my god inflammatory responses which could lead to autoimmune conditions and prion diseases. What's a prion? You ask. Um, let's go a little uh, scientific, and I'll read you this definition, and then I'll tell you what it actually is. Um, so. A prion is a misfolded protein with the ability to transmit their misfolded shape onto normal variants 
of the same of uh, the same protein, they characterize several uh, fatal and transmittable neurodegenerative diseases in humans and other animals. Um. It is not known what causes the normal protein to misfold, but the abnormal three-dimensional structure is uh, suspected of conferring infectious infectious properties, uh, collapsing nearby proteins, uh, protein molecules into the same shape. So prion uh, isoforms of the prion protein uh, whose specific function is uncertain are hypothesized as the cause of transmiss- transmissible spongy form encephalopathies. Encephalopathies. That sounds right. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. Yep. Uh, including scrapie in sheep, chronic wasting disease in deer, bovine spongy form encephalopathy in cattle, which is commonly known as mad cow disease, and uh, in humans, it they can also cause uh, crutes. Feltz-Jacob disease. Yep. Um, so, uh, these are all fatal diseases causing uh, de- degenerative brain disorder. So that's basically what prions are. Or what they cause, basically. So they target your brain. Um, so prions can also cause Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's disease. So, the large danger is simply this, simply this. Once you, wait, yep. Oh yeah, this is my favorite part. Okay. Well, not really, but, okay. Let me redo this. Call me a uh, conspiracy theorist, but prions can also be weaponized. So prions can be employed as a weaponized agent with potential fatality rates of 100%. It makes prions a very effective bioweapon choice. One unfavorable aspect is that prions have very long incubation periods bummer. Uh, However, persistent and heavy exposure of prions to intestine might shorten the overall onset. Also, one large benefit for using prions in warfare is that that detecting prions and decontaminating them is rather difficult. So, yeah. A little food for thought. Um, That'll go along with this next part. Um, So, the large danger is simply this 
simply this. Once you successfully start and get uh, people... So this is um, goes along with the article that I was reading from uh, Robert, <laughs> Dr. Malone, postponing Malone. Um, so this goes from him. So we'll, we'll read this. Um, so the large danger is simply this. Once you successfully start and get people uh, at large comfortable with such supposedly innocuous gene therapy, aka vaccines, you can then start messing with their bodies at a cellular level without, without much popular resistance. Um, so, regular booster doses against this media-manufactured, let's call it a pandemic, uh, can be used to introduce almost any foreign genetic material into, a, into the human cell and turn it into what Dr. Malone terms a miniature manufacturing facility. So, once that happens, the ruling elite can effectively change human DNA using these miniature manufacturing facilities and change not just the human nature and personality of millions, but create docile or uh, super violent subhumans as they need. Um, I know it's a little far-fetched, but stay with me. Bear with me, people. Um, also, to go along with that, it may not be done using the COVID vaccine, but that could be what the future holds. So, people are already not fighting back, right? They're just letting it happen. They're like, well, I'm going to go out of country. Out of the country. So, I'm just going to get the vaccine, right? I don't want to lose my job. I'm just going to get the vaccine. It's fine. Yeah, sure, I'll get my monthly dose or my monthly booster dose, or whatever the fuck, however often, couple months, annual, who knows, who knows what the fuck will happen, they might not do it with this first fucking round, but who knows, um, (laughs) this is all hypothetical, don't think that I'm crazy, don't think that I'm a fucking looney tune, um, so, in this, um, in this article, they also bring up uh, the boiling frog approach. Uh, so it says, after all, the boiling frog approach has been the favorite tool of the NWO, which is the New World Order. And yes, in this case, you are the boiling frog. For those of you that don't know what the boiling frog is, it is a metaphor. I didn't know what it was. I'm going to sneeze. thank you bless me (laughs) okay so the metaphor for a boiling or for the boiling frog is if you drop a frog in a pot of boiling water it will of course frantically try to uh, clamber out but if you place it gently in a pot of tempid water and turn the heat on low it will float uh it will float there quiet uh, placidly as the water gradually heats up the frog will sink into a tranquil stupor exactly like one of us 
in a hot tub, and before long, with a smile on its face, it will unresistingly allow itself to be boiled to death. So, in a nutshell, we are the boiling frog because we're letting the current administration fucking boss us around like this, even though we're Americans. Yeah, that's the metaphor. Um... (laughs) That is the metaphor, my friends. Okay. Let me... Like I said, I'm flipping back and forth between my notes. So, that was a fun little antidote. Um, but, let's go back to... Oh, yes. So, we're going to go back to... Um, mRNA vaccine studies by Moderna. Okay. So, did you know that... Moderna had a, or has an influenza vaccine. Doesn't work. Unsuccessful. Unsuccessful thus far. Um, 1990, in the 1990s, uh, the first mRNA vaccine was tested. Um, so the influenza, uh, vaccine was tested on mice using whatever it was an mRNA vaccine um they uh put an end to that real quick because they said that mRNA mRNA is too unpredictable and the influenza virus uh was changing too rapidly it was rapidly mutating is that not what COVID is doing with all these variants, is that not changing on the daily, on the reg? So, kind of the same, right? Um, 1995, mRNA tested as cancer vaccine in mice. Unsuccessful. Um, 2020, all of a sudden, a pandemic fucking sprouts up. And an mRNA-based COVID vaccine is approved for emergency authorization within months, less than a year. Done. I ask you how? How? How is that? FDA approved. How? <sighs> Boy. Okay. So, by the beginning of 2020, Moderna had advanced nine mRNA vaccine uh, candidates for infectious diseases into, um, yeah, transitioning into uh, testing on personnel. Um, None of these were successful. Yet, when COVID-19 struck, Moderna jumped right on that shit. Uh, created a fucking prototype vaccine within days, within days of the vac or of the virus's genome sequence being available online. So they just fucking yep took full advantage of that through everything at that, but had issues with the other nine mRNA vaccines that they were had been working on for years and years. Makes perfect sense. Makes sense to me. Um, 
Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, I already told you about the uh, fetus thing. That was not fun. I think I'm, yep, we're close. Okay, so let me tell you this little fun thing. Not fun. Um, so I was, re- this is the stupidest fucking Q&A I've read out of all of these fucking fucking COVID things that I've read forums, whatever this is a Q&A from Nebraska Medicine I just captured some of the stupidity but this is what happened, okay so this is the question how long does it take to make a safe and effective vaccine? okay so this says there are two things a vaccine this is just the first part there are two things a vaccine must do prevent disease and be safe to take but it doesn't do either the covid vaccine does not prevent it it doesn't you can literally still fucking get covid and you can spread covid after you have this fucking vaccine how how is that your answer how is that your answer and be safe we don't know if it's been safe it hasn't fucking been along or around long enough that's all i'm saying (sighs) fucking stupid and then i told you about the fucking phases getting through phases one through three usually takes years currently in the u.s and internationally these trials are happening extremely quick so they're fucking rapid, man. But that's pretty much all the information I have. Um, hopefully I'm able to update you tomorrow after I get more information from my wonderful meeting that I have to attend. Um, but doubtful. Um, but hopefully that was a little bit informative or at least fun to listen to because I'm, this is who I am as a person. So hopefully it wasn't terrible hopefully my ac didn't ruin it for you um tomorrow's my last day in arizona for a little bit so hopefully i get my separation approved hopefully i can skedaddle out of here my plane leaves i get to go home tomorrow night i'm really excited um but yeah hopefully that was informative and you don't think i'm a total retard after all that information, but yeah, I actually had fun researching it, so hopefully you guys had fun listening to me talk, um, but yeah, so I put on my, um, Instagram that Chris and I were doing this research together, most of it we were doing it together, and we were talking normal about our day, whatever, for probably about 10-15 minutes. And then we started talking about COVID and doing research on our phones on DuckDuckGo because Google is a piece of fucking shit. Um, and then all of a sudden our phones started glitching. So it took our FBI agents a little bit longer to figure out what we were talking about. But once they did, they fucking put an end to that shit real quick. But hopefully this uploads. Because who knows? My Instagram currently says that uh, nobody has 
watch my stories, which usually I have about 50 after the first hour at least, but they're banning me. Shadow banned. But, yep, coming at you live from my shithole roach motel that I had to pay for myself. Anyway, yep, it's been fun. It's been real and it's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. Alright, I'm not drinking a seltzer, but cheers, bitches. Make sure to follow me at SerialKillers underscore seltzer on Instagram. And send me a message, or if you want to talk to me over uh, via via email, make sure to shoot me an email at uh, am I just cray c r a y <laughs> am I just cray at gmail dot com, and yeah, it'll be fun. See you later, alligator. Cheers, bitches. For those of you wondering, I was not converted to a COVID vaxxer at the uh, meeting that I had the other day. Um, So I did my research. We were given information from one of the base doctors. Um... He straight out said, I'm very biased because I am a... Kennedy, please. Because he is a uh, emergency physician on the outside, is what he told us. So, he obviously is biased. He's seen people die due to the... Due to the... Due to COVID and not being vaccinated is what he says. So, he's saying he's only seen one person die from the vaccine, but he also had underlying issues, which, okay. Um, But someone in the meeting brought up the Egypt research, which I've done a little bit of research. Chris and I have talked about it a little bit. Um, But it was basically like a high uh, percentage of their population was vaccinated, and then now they're having like, a fucking fallout due to these people that are vaccinated getting sick again, getting sick worse than people that were not vaccinated, which he, which the doctor blamed on Egypt having open borders, and it was just, he said that he thinks that the vaccine has been underreported because if someone comes in with a stroke or has had a stroke and they're, they're dead, they don't do an autopsy, or they don't test for COVID, they're like, yeah, he had a stroke. So he's saying that he thinks that it's underreported because if the whole family had COVID, but this guy had a stroke, he came in dead, whatever, dead on arrival with a stroke or due to a stroke, but later they find out this fa- the whole family had COVID, then it was deemed a stroke, not COVID related. So he's saying that he thinks it's underreported. I think that's bullshit. Um, because if someone comes in, uh, they were talking about what, something in Florida, a guy came in dead on arrival due to a car accident and he was deemed a COVID, uh, death because he was tested after he died. So it's like, it's everywhere gives you different fucking information. I have been using DuckDuckGo because I think Google is a piece of shit. Um, but with that being said, I have not been converted. Um, 
I'm not going to say it's, it was a waste of time because, like, I appreciate the doctor spending time to time out of his day to come talk to us. He continued saying it's our decision. I get it. Um, but he just wanted to do what he felt necessary to do so that he clears his conscience, basically, if we all die, if we're not vaccinated. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, it didn't go terribly, but also I'm still trying to do the military separation or voluntary separation. So that's been extremely frustrating. Maybe I'll talk about it on a different episode because I won't talk about it right now because I'm in the car with Kennedy and it just makes me very upset because I drafted it multiple times that I've been telling, been told multiple things from different people. So it's just been a pain in my fucking ass thus far, but um, yeah, so I'm glad I did the research. I'm glad I went into the meeting with kind of an open mind, but also my own information. Like, so it's just do your research I, on anything, on anything that you think you know about and someone is trying to convince you or like, I don't know if there's ever a question of like why, like someone may or may come up to you and be like, uh, why haven't you done this? Why didn't you do this? Like, you want to have a reason behind it. Like, you don't want just to say, uh, because that's my fucking decision. Which, it is your decision, that is true. But, like, have have some backing, just so, I don't know, it makes me feel better. Like, when I get approached about things like that, and I'm like, oh, because, because I said so. It just makes me feel kind of dumb. I, I don't know, that's just me. But, yeah, so... That's it. So this is the episode. Hopefully no one reports me. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Do your own research. If you have any discrepancies or you think I did a shit job, just let me know. Um, we could talk about it. Um, maybe I could have a guest on and we could go back and forth about this. If you think that the vaccine is 100% effective, whatever, whatever. Um, we could talk about it. I'm open. I'm open to a conversation. I'm probably, you're probably not going to change my mind, but I'm open to a conversation, uh, to anyone that thinks that I'm incorrect. I understand. Um, I probably think you're incorrect, but we are all entitled to our opinion. We are all entitled to our own research. Um, fact checking has been difficult lately because everywhere says a different fucking thing. So, I mean, do your research. Um, Stand by your morals. Stand by your opinion. Don't let anyone fucking force you or threaten you. Um, but yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Um, make sure to follow me at SerialKillers underscore Seltzer on Instagram. Also, I'm pissed off that every, every fucking thing... Uh, how do they know if you say covid like, I didn't type it out. Like, I said COVID, and I screenshotted this information, like, or this draft, and it says COVID in my uh, show notes, and it got reported as fucking whatever. It attaches the CEC bullshit. That pisses me off. Like, let me say what I want to fucking say. Like, whatever. Um. Anyway, so that was pissing me off. But anyway, follow me at SerialKillers underscore Seltzer. Send me an email at... Um, Am I just cray on or at gmail.com? Am I just cray, C R A Y, at gmail.com? And yeah, cheers, bitches.
Happy Monday. Have a great day.